Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> What feels like it's happening in this moment in our democracy is people are losing respect for the institutions of our democracy. Right. Uh, you know, you've heard the superintendent talk over and over again about the number of officers in full uniform, in their squad cars, that are being shot at. That says to me that the people who are acting so brazenly have no, not only no respect for themselves, but they don't have respect for an institution like the police department, who men and women every single day on every watch are literally risking life and limb for our safety. The toxicity in our public discourse is a thing that I think we should all be concerned about. Right? And it's ironic, obviously, that we're having this conversation and what happened on Independence Day. All right. Uh, well, happy Friday, first of all. Let's start here. Uh, Lori Lightfoot, Beetlejuice, 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 yeah, okay. Uh, it's amazing that these people are as hypocritical as they are, and, uh, you know, sometimes I don't know if they do it on purpose, or if they're just, you know, really that stupid and don't see it, but it wasn't even a week ago that she was at a concert chanting F. Clarence Thomas because she didn't like the decision on Roe v. Wade and maybe some of the other comments that Clarence Thomas made regarding other laws. So she was out there with the crowd chanting F. Clarence Thomas, and now she wants to get on there and talk about having peaceful discord and there's a toxicity in the United States, and it's like, You can't have it both ways. You can't one weekend go out there and bash the guy and then the next weekend make comments like that. You know, it's typical leftist stuff. You know, the left, they, they feel that they can do and say and get away with anything because mainstream media will cover for them and there's really no penalty for anything that these people do, ever. And it's, uh, it's disheartening, you know, I mean, just to watch it, you just, you shake your head and you wonder to yourself, you know, as far as like the left goes and, and whatnot, when are you people going to wake up and see what these people truly are? I would assume the extreme left, they'll never wake up because the way these people are is how they are. So they see what, what's a reflection of what's in the mirror. So they don't really care. But I mean, your moderate Democrats and people in the United States that are paying attention or that think the Democratic Party is the party to be involved with and they got the better ideas and they have a better vision for the future. When are you guys going to wake up and really see what these people truly are? Most of these people are monsters and Lori Lightfoot sure as hell looks like a monster. So, I mean, she definitely makes, (laughs) she's in that classification for sure. All right, I just wanted to play that, get that out of the way because as I watched that, I got to tell you, my, my stomach was a little bit nauseous just just even watching the tape because it's like, God forsaken, you people are terrible. All right, breaking news all day Thursday was Boris Johnson is stepping down as prime minister in England. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie and pretend to you that I understand the way their system works over there because I do not. 
One thing that I do know is that supposedly Johnson was a conservative, or he's the he- or he's the head of the conservative party, or the prime minister of the conservative party. And if he's what's considered a conservative over there, good luck in England, because I don't think outside of the United States there may have been a couple other countries that were equally as bad as him. But inside the United States, maybe only California and New York had more draconian laws in place than he had during COVID-19. One of the reasons he's stepping down, it isn't directly because of COVID-19 as much as it is uh, he was out doing the party thing during COVID while he had everybody locked up. No one's allowed to go to church. No one's allowed to go to school. You couldn't do anything over there. He's trying to force vaccinate everybody. And he's out doing a tango at a party, and people didn't like it. Um, I mean, really, yeah, that might have been a small part of it. I, I think uh, one of the other things there was uh, so one of his cabinet members was accused of uh, more or less sexual assault. Uh, he was groping, uh, is what I read anyways, uh, groping somebody. And it, he, I guess he helped bury it the first time or ignored it the first time. And then the guy came back and did it again. You know, the typical predator stuff. But uh, And then the second time, so because he didn't act on it and tried to cover it up and everything, you know, the pressure was on him from his own party to step down. So he is stepping down. I believe they say he will stay in place until October. I want to believe, I mean, I want to say is what they said. And and once October comes, the party's going to select a new leader for the conservative party. Hopefully they get a true leader and they're going to put him in place. But Yes, those two things were bad, him doing the tango and that. But in all reality, he faced the same problems that Gavin Newsom faced in um, California when he had the recall. Johnson got recalled too, and just as foolish as Newsom was, acting like it was a a great thing that I want to recall, and they're looking like, ah, we're champs because we want to recall – uh, you know, that's not a real great moment. You were getting recalled. You know, you, you might want to reevaluate that, your situation there because you shouldn't be celebrating that you made it through a recall as much as maybe that should have awoken you to the fact that you suck and you might want to change your ways and re-strategize and rethink of things because people obviously were ready to get rid of you. Well, Johnson faced the same thing uh, because of COVID. This guy was... Terrible. I mean, he did the typical globalist thing, right? You had an opportunity to seize as much power as you could, and he got all over it. Even as a conservative, supposedly, like I said, again, I don't know how their parties really work. I don't know if their conservatives are real conservatives or not. I don't know. He certainly doesn't look like one. Um, but that's where I think the problem really lies with him is the fact that he abused his power. People saw it. People felt it. The people in Britain were sick of it. And this was just the icing on the cake to somehow or some way get this guy out of office. And they have achieved that. He's going to linger around for a little bit, but ultimately he's going to be gone. And I think one, I mean, he says he's a conservative, but I think one of the reasons why, you know, um, he may have been a conservative in the past, I believe, because I remember reading this, because I was following the Brexit deal at one point, and it's just having not the best understanding of their system makes it a little more difficult to understand and explain to other people. That's why I try to stay away from it. Because if I don't have a, 
a hundred percent full understanding of what it is. I don't want to say something that's wrong, like it's fact and somebody believe it and they're telling everybody. And, and the fact of the matter is it's not true. So I don't say nothing, but I believe I read in quite a few different places. He may have been a conservative, but supposedly his wife is a climate activist. So maybe she pushed him into it and pushed him to do all the things he did. And he got some bad advice from her and, and took it. I don't know. At the end of the day, he was terrible during COVID and he's paying the price for it now. Not to mention, you don't cover up for dirt bags that are groping women, okay? That should have been stopped the first go round and exposed on the first go round and call it a day. Let that guy pay whatever price he needs to pay. All right. <laughs> this, is a, this is a stupid one. You're going to really appreciate this. Uh, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services was award, or has awarded excuse me, over $40,000 to NYU researchers to conduct a study on why children favor whiteness and maleness over other identities. This is insane, man. We're, we are, are literally in, we're living in an alternate universe. This is insane at times we're in. The project's title is uh, Societal Assumptions Regarding Typical Personhood and Their Effects on Reasoning and Development, Seeking to Uncover the development, Developmental Process by Which Children Acquire the Belief that White Males Represent the Default Person, a Pattern Rooted in Ideologies of Centering the Experiences of Men and centering the experiences of white people prevalent in the United States. Uh, <laughs> need I say more? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to, but I mean, do I even need, do I, do I even need to dive into this? As, as stupid as that, they're using our tax dollars to fund research on why they believe that, white, that children admire or aspire to be white men. I, I, I don't... Uh, I don't see it personally. Uh, I know that most of the kids I see, they want to be like their dads. Uh, so if it's a Hispanic kid, a Chinese kid, a black kid, a white kid, a whatever kid, okay, usually they want to be like their old man. Do they look at superheroes and they're all, yeah, gung-ho about superheroes? Sure. Do they see a lot more white people than other colored people? Well, they probably should, considering we're 70% of the population in the United States. Blacks only 13%. Uh, Hispanics are around 11%. And then you break the rest up between all the other different uh, races. But, yeah, they're going to see a lot more white people. Sure. Okay. And, you know, I mean, it's just the way it is. This isn't a race thing. I mean, everything with these people has to be about race. And there's a root cause for everything. Why do males aspire to act like males? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's because they are male. I, don't, I mean, I'm taking a shot in the dark here, but if you got a little boy and he sees dad and dad works hard and he works outside and he's messing with cars and he's lifting weights, what he sees, he's like, ah, man, that's my hero growing up. I, I want to be like that guy. You know, so what's the problem with him acting like a man? I mean, in you guys' world, there's a problem. In my world... It's wonderful when you see a dad and his son and they're doing everything together and dad's teaching the kid everything and he's passing on as much knowledge as he can and the kid looks up to dad and wants to be like that. I think that's a spectacular relationship and a wonderful thing. But apparently for the left, since they hate families being together because you know they want to destroy the family union, since they hate that, that's probably a problem for them. So they're going to try to fund research that will prove their point. When you 
are getting research funded by a one-sided organization that's going to only give you the results that you are looking for, your paper's worthless anyways. But really, the I'd say the biggest problem here is that you're spending our tax dollars to fund this crap. Not that we don't have enough problems that it is as it is. Not that you're sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine of taxpayer money that should be spent here in the United States for things that we need. Not that you guys waste money on all the time on your stupid art centers and all this crap that you guys waste money on. Why don't you spend some money in the cities that are riddled with crime catching some damn criminals? How about that? I mean, that's well-spent money, I think. If I heard that my tax dollars were going to be used to put together a special task force to go in and clean Chicago up so that way it's a safe city to live in, I'd be all for it. Go for it because I know it's going to something good and it's helping the community and it's helping people over there and their lives are going to improve from it. I'm all for it. When I hear that you're spending money on research and stupid crap like this and you're using our tax dollars for it, I got a problem with that. (laughs) I mean, call me crazy, but I got a problem with that. Speaking of Uh, taxes and stupid people that don't pay taxes. You see her? Yeah. For everybody else, my favorite idiot. AOC. Well, well, well. AOC is in trouble once again. Why is she in trouble this time? Well, because she hasn't paid taxes since 2012. She had a business. I'll give you the business name here. Brooks or Brook Avenue Press. It was a company that she founded in 2012 to publish children's books in the Bronx. She owed $1,870.36 in corporate taxes, but she has neglected to pay them for the last 10 years. She has now been fined, or the uh, cost of what she owes has gone up from New York State, and she is up to a whopping that she owes in taxes to New York State for a company that she dissolved in 2016 because obviously didn't make any money or it's because in 2016 she finally went for her new career of being a socialist uh, congressperson. I don't know about you. I don't pretend that I'm rich. I, I don't care if I'm rich, to be honest with you. I'm happy in my life. I feel completely blessed with family and good friends, and I enjoy my life. I truly do, and I'm content and happy. I don't make nowhere near the money that AOC makes. AOC makes her salary. I don't know what her net worth is, and to be honest with you, I don't care. I don't care how much she's worth, but I do know she makes $174,000 a year. Okay, because that's her salary, which is public record for a pro- public knowledge to anybody. You're allowed to because she's a congressperson. Okay? So she makes 174 grand a year, and she can't even, you don't got to pay it all at one time. I get it. New York's expensive. They tax the hell out of you. They probably take almost half of the money you earn, but you can't even set up a payment plan uh, to pay your taxes, maybe a couple hundred bucks a month. That's it. So you pay a couple hundred bucks a month for a year, and it's paid off, or maybe you pay it for six months or whatever and get it done, or you don't bite the bullet and pay it one time, because I know me or you, if we would have avoided this for the last 10 years, uh, we'd have been hauled into court a lot, lot, lot quicker than her. Uh, She is not in court. It's 10 years later. You're not in court. I'm sure had I not paid those taxes uh, within three years, getting audited or they're waiting for their money, I'd have already been hauled into court. But see, I'm a responsible person. 
So I would pay my taxes. And if I couldn't pay it all at one shot, I would set up a payment plan. But I would make sure I pay them their money. It's something I tried. It didn't pan out. I'm going to pay the money out so I'm clean and I'm done and I break away from it. No big deal, right? <clears throat> well, I guess if you're AOC, it's a big deal. She don't want to pay her taxes. The irony here of all of this is this is the very person that goes around day in and day out and advocates for raising all the taxes on corporations and multimillionaires around the United States saying that they need to collect more money for them so it can be distributed to causes that will benefit the uh, bottom class of people, that will benefit the people on the poverty line. Same person. <clears throat> so the same person saying that you need to pay more. And we're talking about people like... Uh, I don't know, Elon Musk, who paid, I forget the number, $19 million in taxes last year or $20 million in taxes last year, whatever it was. You, you're complaining he's not paying enough when you won't even get off of $2,400 and pay your share of taxes when you are definitely making more money, just your basic salary. Now, like I said, I don't care what you're worth. You're making more money annually than probably 60% of Americans, maybe 70% of Americans. You can't pay that money, little socialist, little miss socialist. You don't want to pay that money, advocate for your cause, do what you, you say everybody else should be doing, but you don't want to do it. <clears throat> Again, hypocrisy. <laughs> These people, do they see it? Do they not see it? I don't know. You got to wonder. Now, this girl's an idiot. So for her, she probably doesn't see it. Eh. Lori Lightfoot, eh. she's nasty. She's grimy. You know, Beetlejuice all day, every day. But I, you know, she's a little sharper, so I think she's just that way because that's the way she chooses to be. She knows she's a hypocrite, and that is what it is. She doesn't care because, she's, like I said, she feels emboldened to do that since mainstream media and everybody's got her back. She doesn't really care. The left tells her, don't worry, you're doing a great job, Beetlejuice, pat you on the head, you keep doing what you're doing. And there is no ramifications for anything she says or does, so she's just reckless and runs off at the mouth. But AOC has got to be because she is just a complete moron. It's got to be. <clears throat> it can't be anything else. Speaking of complete morons, oh yes, Joe Biden. Joe Biden ain't doing so good. Joe Biden's not doing real hot. You're having Joe Biden's own party chewing him apart right now because of his inaction. You see, the left, uh, I brought to you the other day that they're trying to do a watered-down version of Build Back Better. The left are kicking and screaming because they know that their time is at hand. They know that if they don't get anything done within the next couple of months, chances are they're going to lose the House, they're going to lose the Senate, they're more than likely going to lose the presidency in 24, and they probably will not regain power of all the chambers or at least two of the chambers where they could pass things through for possibly a decade. Now, I think people have gotten to a point where they see what's going on, they are sick and tired of it, and if history tells us ever anything, generally about every eight years or so, you'll go through cycles like this and then they, people get tired of that way after a while. So they switch back up again and it's just kind of that way. So chances are maybe 10 years down the road, they'll get that power back. So everybody's criticizing Biden because of his inaction and him not passing or doing anything to get anything passed that they want passed. One of his Democratic colleagues, who was too much of a coward to give his name, told CBS that he has to change course. His numbers are in the toilet. Whatever he's doing is not working. Uh, there's a benefit to having a president out there every day using his executive power to show the country you're fighting for them. And it's almost like he's hiding. 
He's, uh, he has the bully pulpit, and he's either hiding behind it or under it. I don't know where he is. <laughs> I, you know what? I, know, I do know where he is. I do. I know exactly where he is. Would you like to know where he is? Go to your local ice cream shop. <laughs> he's probably right there with a cone, vanilla cone, vanilla ice cream, vanilla cone with a couple secret service agents around him, not answering any questions, staring off into the abyss. Okay. If you're looking for Joe Biden, go to your ice cream shop. <laughs> I'm sure he's there. <laughs> Joe Biden is the most ineffective president in this country's history. He is worse, in my opinion, than Carter was, and it's not going to get any better. I think the Democrats are kicking and screaming, and the reason that they're criticizing him is they know the same thing that we know. Come November, you know, it's going to be a bad day for them. So that's where that's at. All right, all the business is out of the way. So every Friday, we do a fun, fat fact. So here we go. All right. Listen, my fat friends, I got a bunch of fat buddies because, you know, I'll be honest with you, fat people, we tend to hang out in packs. Eh, it's probably a comfort thing. Who knows what it really comes down to? You know, it's, it, it, we always got the one skinny friend, kind of like when you get a bunch of girls and they always got the one fat friend, bunch of skinny girls, they got a fat friend. Well, when you're a fat guy, generally you have the fat guys and one skinny friend. And uh, <laughs> your fat friends or my fat friends, I would just like to let all fat guys know, because you're fat, uh, it doesn't make you strong. You know, I know you think that you're big and the size is okay, but when you go around telling people stuff and beating your chest about how strong you are because you're fat, and then you have friends uh, like my friends, which when you say something, they're going to tell you, well, then do it, <laughs> and then, then it's put up or shut up time. And you come out of the box and you're like, oh, man, look, yeah, I can deadlift 315 pounds. And uh, then you have me, the voice of reasoning, going, uh, hey, man, you don't even work out. You never deadlift a day in your life. You're not going to pick up 315 pounds, buddy. <laughs> if you've never done it, it's going to feel like you're trying to pick the concrete up with it. Okay, so since, you, <laughs> since you've never done it, yeah, why don't you try like 135 pounds? Start at the bottom. You know, it would make more sense. That's something you could probably do and get away with. But no, no, you know, because they're fat and they start puffing their, uh, their man boobs up and, <laughs> and they want to act like they're tough guys. Well, then they go out there and like I said, your buddies are going to call you out on it because that's how men are. Let's be honest. Whether you're a fat man or a skinny man, if guys are talking nonsense, you're going to call them out on it. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, show me. So my buddy said, oh, yeah, show me. And uh, fatty felt pretty bad. <laughs> At 315, looked like it pulled him to the ground. Didn't look like he pulled it up off the ground. So my advice to you is, just because you're fat, don't confuse that with feeling that it makes you strong. Generally, it's the opposite of that. If you're one of those skinny fat people, and all my fatties, you know what I'm talking about. When you're skinny fat, it's because you ain't got a muscle in your body. You're just all jiggly and ballooned up, but you're not strong, okay? When you're skinny fat... It's best if you don't uh, use lifting weights as an example of how strong you are. Maybe there's something you are good at, at being fat. You know, there are some fat guys that, hey, they can move. You know, they can run, they can move. Maybe you're one of those people. I don't know. Pick something that suits you a little better so when you get called out, you can at least put on a good show. Because when you just think being fat makes you strong, yeah. 
you might want to rethink that idea because that's usually not the case. So here's my advice to you. When you're fat, stay out of those conversations. Don't try to man up. And please do not confuse your fat with muscles or strength because it only ends up making you look fatter. <laughs> All right. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. It's Friday. Uh, if you'd like to uh, follow me, I'm at True Social at The Real Little Joe. If you would, leave a rate and review me, especially on Apple. It, it does help for whatever reason. I, I still can't figure out their algorithm. I, I think I'm about giving up trying, but you know, I'll keep asking because I guess it does something. Um, if you'd like to see, if you listen to audio format and you want to see any videos I do, YouTube, Little Joe CC, Rumble, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. If you'd like to reach out to me, go to littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section and leave a message. I always respond. Beyond that, have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the weather. It's summertime. Have a blast. We'll do it again on Monday.